Welcome back to the Ask David Glenn podcast. I'm David Glenn of davidglennrecording.com, home of the free VIP mix training bundle. If you haven't done so yet, go subscribe, jump on the mailing list. You're going to get instant access to two free sets of multi-tracks you can use to mix, produce, add, remove, delete, do your thing. You just can't sell it, but you can use it for your resume. Two free training courses, uh, mix prep, working with two tracks, updates on weekly free content, and a whole slew of impulse responses recorded by my friend Joe Salyers on awesome sounding analog gear. This is episode number four on how we're going to deal with poorly recorded vocals. But before we jump in... The Ask David Glenn podcast is brought to you by TheMixAcademy.com, where each month members gain access to session files, start-to-finish mixing tutorials, online coaching calls, exclusive member discounts, and more. If you sign up today at TheMixAcademy.com, you'll get your choice from one of David's premium training courses included free with your membership. That's TheMixAcademy.com. All right, today's question comes from Michael Kalarski. Michael writes in, thanks, David, for all the great content. Really learning a lot from it. Question, have you recorded any tips or tricks on how to make a below average vocal sound as good as possible? Some of the work I see, the vocals are either not recorded that great, bad room or technique, or the singer is not that strong. I was wondering what steps an individual might take to get the best possible mix from this challenging situation other than re-recording them. Well, it's a great question, and unfortunately, it's something that a lot of us have to deal with more than we'd like. Uh, and actually, recently, I put my friend Joey from the Mix Academy web show in the hot seat during one of the shows, and I gave him a scenario dealing with a closet vocal. And being a phenomenal recording engineer and a stubborn, stubborn man, his answer was pretty much to re-record it. However, we're not always able to do that. So when I saw your question, I thought it would be a great podcast question, and I'm going to share some thoughts uh, similar to what I shared on the web show, but some new ones as well. So before I begin mixing anything, I like to listen to the track and picture the end result. It could be the um, artist's rough mix from the producer or the client, or if they haven't given me one, then I'm going to push a rough mix together from what they've given me, and uh, I'm going to pull out my phone and I use a free app called Wonderlist. That's W-U-N-D-E-R-L-I-S-T. It's free in the App Store. It's also available for Android. And I make a list of the good and the bad, what I'm hearing. And I kind of uh, sort of do a concept map, if you will, where I establish my plan of attack. Sometimes I use the rough. Like I said, sometimes I use my own. I have to push it up. But I take my notes and go from there. If I notice that the vocal has a closet vocal sound or closet vocal syndrome, then there are a few techniques that we can use to deal with it. You're probably not ever, ever going to get rid of a closet vocal sound completely, uh, but hopefully these tips will help you out to make it a little bit better. So number one, a common technique is to use an EQ that allows us to tighten the cue so we can hunt down annoying room resonances and pull them out. You can boost around 300 hertz all the way up to 2K, start hunting for them. You may find three or four of them, and you can pull those back a few dB, you may want to completely notch them out. It just depends on how bad the vocal is that we're dealing with. The problem I have with this technique is you end up losing a lot of the vocal sound, which isn't cool. It's usually in the mid-range, which is kind of the meat and potatoes of a vocal. So not the best, but in combination with some of the other techniques I'm going to share, it could be a good, good way to go. Number two is the SPL Dverb plugin or the SPL Transient Designer and I'm going to recommend you pull back some sustain. You gotta be careful, this is a great option, but if you pull back too much, the vocal can start to sound really weird and um, kind of not pleasant. So number three 
is the Isotope Alloy 2 because it has a multiband transient designer and it's the same concept except here you're going to be able to go on the hunt find say it's like 700 hertz to 2k and you can zone in on that frequency range and pull back sustain for just that range it's going to be a little bit more natural sounding and then sometimes you can actually even get away with boosting um, some of that 200 to 400 range and filling out the vocal a little bit so it doesn't seem like it's missing as much it's not great but it may help you sound a little bit better in addition to that my recommendation is to not smash the vocal don't use as much compression try writing the vocal more or if you're on pro tools automate the clip gain could be a great way to save a closet vocal sound and then uh, number five i want to give a shout out to my man john tidy i think it was him who first mentioned the um, isotope rx4 bundle in one of the facebook groups i don't personally own this yet but i've heard amazing things from people i trust and it may be exactly what you need especially if you're dealing with this problem from a lot of your clients it could be a worthwhile investment and uh, isotope have a free 10-day trial on their website if you're interested in test driving it for yourself shout out to john again appreciate him looking out in the forums number six sorry man a hi-fi vocal sound may not work but with all of the cool plugins out there to make things sound different we have a ton of options to throw some cool effects on the vocal to make it fit the track without the uh, the quote-unquote closet vocal sound becoming distracting Guitar amps, crazy EQs, saturation-based effects like a FabFilter Saturn, Sansamp, Plugin Mix has got a ton of different things. Go to PlugInMix.com, Analogger, into a guitar amp. I think they even have three or four guitar amps. Um, extremely affordable options, and uh, there are so many different ways that we can do uh, or deal with a messy vocal sound. Give it character, help it fit the situation. But in closing, remember, I didn't say to jump in and mix the drums and then the bass and then the music and build this awesome, big, modern-sounding track to then eventually get to the vocal and put it on the back burner. You're going to absolutely destroy the mix if you try to wait till the end and procrastinate on dealing with a closet vocal sound. And the reason is, if you build this big, awesome-sounding music bed and then you try to plop a closet vocal or even a filtered vocal on top, they're just not going to play together very often. So it's going to sound out of whack. It's not going to work. Instead, establish your plan of attack beforehand because then you can make decisions with the drums, the bass, keys, guitars, etc. that will work well with the poorly recorded vocal. In a situation like that, I would almost recommend rec uh, mixing, excuse me, mixing the vocal first, establishing that vocal sound, and then building the song around that so that things can sound um, more cohesive in the end. Now, I said a lot, and I said it quickly, but wanted to try to lay out a foundation for you when dealing with a closet vocal sound or a poorly recorded vocal, and uh, it probably would be worthwhile for me to do some tutorials to demonstrate some of those techniques, so we'll keep that in mind. But uh, thanks again, Michael, for the question. If you want to have your question answered on the Ask David Glenn podcast, shoot me an email to david at davidglennrecording.com with the subject line Ask David Glenn. Also, you can head to davidglennrecording.com slash askdavidglenn and uh, you can shoot me your voicemail straight from the website and I can include that in the podcast. So thanks again for checking it out. I appreciate you. Have a great one and I'll catch you in the next episode of the Ask David Glenn podcast.